Welcome to the Vacation Races and Friends podcast. A podcast about events, travel, and the people who love both. Find more episodes at vacationraces.com. Okay, Sherry, thanks for being here. Hey, hello. Uh, Sherry and I don't get to see each other anymore, but this is sort of like we're at a coffee shop in Hurricane hanging out for a minute. I really That's like right. it. Um, yeah, we've been working together for a while. Tell us about tell us about your time at Vacation Races so far. Well, <laughs> way back in 2013. Oh, gall. That was a thousand years ago. <laughs> One million years ago. Uh, I was pretty big in the running community. So I was at every event, every race. And if I wasn't running, I was working or volunteering or just cheering people on. Um, so I was known pretty well in the community. And when Salem came out here and was at the running center and, or at uh, Ultraspire or wherever, like he met uh, with Jason and Lyle, Colleen, me, and one more person, two more people were hired to do the first Zion event. I was in charge of the finish line and there was 600 people-ish there. And I remember, like we went to Costco for the food to like have at the finish line because it was just so small. Yeah. And we were like getting the chocolate milk from the from the school uh, and we oh, had to God. coordinate and I had to go pick it up and it barely fit in the back of my element. And it was just funny, like so small scale. And I now look at the events and it's just this crazy organized production where we have like, we go to Costco for this, we order things like this, we do this like this. And it's just so, so crazy to go back and think like we were all wandering around Costco, like, yeah, what, what would people like to eat at this yeah. like, <laughs> And we're like, we need, we need like 800 bananas. And they're like, what? 800? Uh, okay. And now we walk in and we're like, we need 30 cases of bananas. <laughs> do they so know like, you guys now? <laughs> well, for sure. I, yeah. Well, Lyle, they know Lyle. That's Lyle's job now. My <laughs> job from being hired on the first race crew to a year, year and a half later, being hired full time, I was customer service. So I was hired to do customer service, uh, the registration pages, and basically kind of in charge at the expo. So, or not in charge, but like making sure everybody got their bibs and their race shirts. I remember you did race shirts and we would always be like, what's oh the God. number? What's the total? And you and I were so <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> There's the numbers are off. And, and then every like, time we would run out of shirts. <laughs> and then we just started expecting it. Well, we're going to run out of shirts. This is what's going to happen because we yes. were so, uh, we were so concerned about numbers and so good about not over ordering and not having waste because we we didn't want waste. Yeah. So we very adamant about not wasting things. Like we don't need to be contributing to the landfill and we don't need to be ordering extra shirts. And, and so we were really precise on the numbers and you know, we would run out of maybe four or five shirts. Like it's the one or like size. One size. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, uh, but that was a fun game where we always knew that was coming up and we like, we got it this time. We got, oh, we don't. <laughs> I, uh, you remember, so a couple of years ago, I went down to part-time and then went full-time again. 
Yeah. So during that time, I stopped going to events. So it was about a year in between when I had gone to a race and then I went to the Lake Pell half. Yeah. And I was so stressed. I think you remember because I was talking to you about it. I was so stressed. I was like, I'm worried that no one's ready and I'm worried that it's going to be a mess and not organized. And then I got there and I was like, oh, this is like the smoothest I've ever seen it. And then I was like, well, obviously I would hope that we improved after a year, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, I, and I think, I think our runners realize this and see it, especially first timers. They'll come to our event and I think we're, I mean, I've never been in the military, but I would say we are military efficient at what we do. Oh yeah. And we <laughs> are so good at it. We're just like, I don't know. I, I'm impressed because every time I go to another race, I'm even like, oh, they're doing that all wrong. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm proud of us. Like going back, I even have videos and, and photos that I, I had taken over and it's just so fun to look. I wish I had time to put a montage of all the video I have from the last how many years. Oh yeah. To, if only I knew somebody that could do a video. <laughs> if only we had some video connections. If only we had video connections. So my husband does video and yeah. photography and it's like the cobbler's kids don't have shoes. That's that thing. The the electrician's house, like the porch lights always been out for years. Yeah. Uh, you never have time to focus on the, the things at your house because you're so busy helping everybody else. Yeah. It's so funny. Um, it, no, I love your house. I feel like is decorated with a lot of his stuff and it makes me happy when I see it. His mm -hmm. stuff is just very, it's a very unique style. I like it. Look it up if you guys can. Alex, Alex Santiago, right? Yep. Yep. Santiago Photography. Um, so you were doing customer service and lots of other things. It's weird. Everything you just described, I was like, oh, one person couldn't do all that. <laughs> Obviously, because I might have had a couple of nervous breakdowns oh, in between that moment. And uh, so then my job shifted. We were, we were able to, we were making, you know, becoming a better company. We were making more races. We were, we were growing. Yeah. We and there were some growing people. pains, right? Yeah. yeah. Huge growing pains. And and so my job shifted to things and then we, we hired someone to do registration and then um, we hired Kaylee to do customer service and, and like Kaylee's amazing at what she does. And it's just so fun to have everybody doing their one job, their function. But yeah. so I, I stopped doing customer service and I stopped doing the registration pages and I started doing expo management, volunteer management. So I would organize everything for the warehouse and kind of write up a, I call it the uh, Holy Grail. Yeah, um, it's a a booklet because after Lau got in his car accident, Salem was very concerned of like the rest of us getting into a car accident right. and nobody knowing what that person does for a job. So I wrote this uh, booklet, and it's basically how to put on an expo if Sherry hits the back of an ice truck or something. And truly, we use this all the time now. Yeah, <laughs> very important. It it goes in the Ark of the Covenant. Mm -hmm. which is where the Holy Grail belongs. Yes. <laughs> and it's just a box labeled Ark of the Covenant. Uh, yeah. And then, so I did expo uh, management for a few years and it was a fun transition. Um, I started doing it plus my other jobs. And then as Kaylee took customer service away, it was, it made more opportunity to be more efficient at expo. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I loved it. Um, I think my problem is I'm so goal oriented. So when I'm focused and working, 
it's hard for me to be customer service like friendly while I'm like, yeah, okay, that's great. Here's your bib. I got to go. Like I got to go do this and I got to go do this. And then we started yeah. hiring our CPC crew, which took so much pressure off of me trying to make sure every booth was perfect to yeah. them making sure the booth was perfect and helping the volunteers to me being able to step back and actually talk to our runners and, and be more like perspective about it, which just brings back the, the joy of why we do what we do. Just, yeah, it's so fun to watch an event come together when you've been working on it for so long. Um, and we oh, really and the do. energy at those races oh, yeah. is just so rewarding. And we really have the best crew. I, I'm sure every event says that, but they don't know. Oh, they we don't know. We really yeah. do have the best crew. <laughs> I, I'm going to agree with that one. Including the CPC, like, I don't know, just especially even the people who aren't full-time, but like who continue to come work on the cruise when we put on the oh, events, yeah. it's like, they're so, so important. Yep. And help us so much. And the volunteers. I oh yeah, for sure. I can't say, like, how many times a volunteer, I'll be like, you look familiar. Have you? She's like, yeah, I volunteered at 18 events of yours. And I was like, right. I, I remember see. you and the 18 other thousand people I saw this year. But it's so true. We have the same volunteers coming back and back and back. And they, I mean, they're, they run, I don't think it, AJ's paid for a race in I don't know how many years. Right. He started volunteering and now he's on the CPC. Like, it's just. And he's you know, invaluable. The, like, you can, it's like, I'm sure our runners think these people work for us because they're there every time and they're like, oh, they must work for a vacation. Or oh, and they totally know, like, I'm totally fine saying ask AJ about that, like, or yeah. whatever, because he knows what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. I love it. Oh, I miss going to events. I know. Hopefully we're going to be back there soon. Yeah. Uh, we're starting to. I know. I know. I'm curious to see how Rocky Mountain will go here in a couple weeks. Yeah. And I still plan on going to Joshua Tree in November, but we'll just see what happens in between. <laughs> so weird. So weird. Um, so then for a minute, you were ahead of Wander Project. I just Amy really is now forgot about Wander Project. Right? Like there is a little moment there, right? <laughs> so Cherry has worn every hat in this company, <laughs> truly it's true that it's not true there's so many other hats to be worn but but she's I worn have, a lot i have them. done a lot you just can't get rid of me no. <laughs> we never would want to then who who would like answer all our questions about how to run the expo oh my gosh it's so funny i forget everything right now so <laughs> wander project yep so we what a lot of people don't know is we had been donating to the national park foundation i think since 2014 so as soon as we got more than a couple of races, we were taking portions um, and donating to uh, the National Park Foundation. And we did that for years. I, I mean, I think we got almost to a million dollars of donation, 800 and something thousand dollars. And then about 2016 or 17, we started doing charity bibs where someone could raise a certain amount of money and that that money would go to the National Park Foundation. Maybe we started that back in 2014. I, I can't honestly remember. So then then we started getting pretty efficient at it, but nobody was in charge of it. Um, yeah. Salem would just kind of, I'd give them the numbers of how much was there and we'd you know do our Excel spreadsheet and then Salem with his math and projection genius would, yeah. there you go, get the numbers. <laughs> and 
so that was just going, but nobody was in charge of it. So when things were kind of slowing down and we were having um, the race directors be in charge of the expos, there was kind of, I was in this weird lull. So I started taking over the 501c3 and we were going to make it official so that the money was now being funneled through a charity and somebody else could just be in charge of that. And yeah. it was going good. Uh, we just couldn't get our 501c3 approved it was it was taking a while yeah didn't we only just get that like last yeah, week we, it, a year and a half later which oh. people said it takes that long and we didn't believe them we were like oh no we'll get it in like six months but no uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so <laughs> leading up to that so I did that for almost not quite a year like nine months and then global adventures yes <laughs> Like when that spot opened up, I remember going, and I know I wasn't the only one. I was like, oh, Sherry's going to be so freaking good at this. Like, this is perfect. This is what this has been building up to so that she can do global adventures. <laughs> it's hard to see it from my perspective. But after the last few events, I'm like, oh, yeah. It's okay. so good. Yeah. I, I can see now what everybody else was saying. Everybody else finished the book and I was still on chapter five. Sure. <laughs> As we all know, I'm the slowest reader of all time maybe not of all time but <laughs> <laughs> pretty slow um yeah, yeah so, so you took over global adventures it's awesome global adventures. okay well then i wasn't planning on it mm -hmm. so global adventures was about to launch and uh well the first event we were doing kind of a, a test run so we yeah, had some crazy people that would sign up for this brand new thing <laughs> when I say crazy they're just like yeah we're in let's do it those are my favorite people they're also like constantly our guinea pigs yep we had complete faith and and they had complete faith in us and thankfully we continue to know what we're doing and and work really hard at it so that it it is what we think it's gonna be so we're about to go to global adventures and some things happened where the original crew, which was going to be me, Salem, and somebody else, mm -hmm. was going to go to Banff and, and do the event. Well, <clears throat> somebody else couldn't make it. So it was me, Anna, Lyle, um, and Salem, and Toby, our EMT nurse. So sure. Dane, Lyle, and me get on the phone and try to quickly put this event together, which is happening in less than a week. Yeah, we really and had just, to scramble. Yeah, huge scramble. Mm -hmm. So we're scrambling, we put the event on, we call, Salem calls every single one of the persons and is like, it's not all put together, but we still want you to come if you want to come. If you don't, you can totally have all your money back. And we totally understand. And they're all like, no, we're in, we got it, we're fine. Which just, <laughs> oh, I just love it so much. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was amazing. We're like, oh, okay, it's really happening. Okay, let's go. <laughs> so we all quickly get to Canada. Um, and this is an important thing. When you go to Canada and you fly, you need your passport. You can't just have your passport ID card. Gotcha. So that you can drive across with your passport ID, but you cannot fly across. Okay. So just a little bit of, you know, for your information, for anybody no, that's for sure. Once Canada opens up its borders again to us, then right. you're going to need to know that. So we get to Banff and Anna, me and Lyle and Toby. And then we hired um, a couple people up there that we knew to help us be trail markers and trail guides. And, you know, we, we didn't know any of these courses. Um, Salem had known them all and Lyle had gone up with his family, but didn't do all the, all the courses. So we didn't quite know everything. 
but you know, we won it and put it together and, and it was an amazing, perfect event that we learned from. We sent surveys out. We, uh, we were able to walk away with that and just be like, okay, this is how it's going to work. And that was totally doable. And everything was planned well and put together. And besides the hiccup that really didn't feel like a hiccup anymore, it was great. Which and is incredible. Cause I honestly, the scramble that we had to do, I was like, just unsure what was going to happen. Yeah. You weren't alone in that. We were no, all I know. Like, it was all <laughs> But I think we're so, like, we've been doing this for so many years where things don't always go right in an event. And the goal is to not let anybody see that. And, and yeah. I think for the most part, they don't. You know, you could have gone to that event and known nothing happened at all. The only reason they knew something had happened is because we, we told them because we're very transparent about yeah. what's happening. And I think that helps because you, you have to be, just be honest with people and, and tell them. No, so that's sweet. one of my favorite things about the company is our, our value on transparency in general is just, it's good. I like it. And I think it, you, you know, customers appreciate that. I a hundred percent agree. Yeah. So three days into the event, I forget we're having a meeting and it's, it's late at night and we're all just in Salem's hotel room talking and, and, I remember Lyle was upstairs and Salem was hanging out on his bed on his computer or something. And I'm standing there and I think I was like, we're going to get uh, the stuff for tomorrow. So does anybody need anything? And Salem goes, Sherry, I think you should be the director of global adventures. And I'm like, <laughs> ha ha. Very funny. And Lyle shouts down and he goes, I was just telling Brody the, the same thing. And Brody's like, it's true. Lyle would shut up about it all day in the car. And I was like, you guys, can we just get through this event? Like, I, I'm not changing. I just started Wander Project. I'm like, die. I dove in head first. I'm doing this. Like, come on. This is and an overwhelming oh, time to bring this oh, up. I was like, oh. And Salem's like, I'm serious. And I was like, uh, Salem, I'm about to go to the grocery store and get like chocolate milk. Like, what are you talking about? And so, like, I was like, not in the good headspace to like think of this like total job shift, right? Yeah. I'm a protagonist. I have, once my map is set, I like to follow my map. Yeah. And when somebody like throws something in front of me, I, I kind of like go, well, that's not part of the plan. My plan is this way. I mean, I could go that way, but that wasn't part of the plan. I didn't even know that was there. Like, yeah. I need a minute to look at my options. <laughs> totally. It, yeah. my brain, I thank God I figured that out about myself because it has been a frustrating few years. Yeah, no. I just get really angry and feel like I'm I'm backed into a corner and I have nowhere to go. But I realize that I do have somewhere to go. I can either go up, over, to the side. Like mm -hmm. you've got plenty of options. You just have to realize that. So yeah. I go get the stuff with Anna, and we're in the grocery store. And I was like, Anna, do you? Th She's like, Oh yeah, sure. You'd be great at that. And I was like, Come on, you guys. Like just really not having faith in myself, I guess. So but, we get back and Salem's like, Sherry, I'm serious. I want you to think about it. And I was like, oh, okay, I will. But let's just get through the rest of this week. And uh, the protagonist in me, let's just follow them. <laughs> yeah. And so that I tell my husband and I was like, well, so now Salem wants me to do the director of Global Adventures. And he's like, that'd be fantastic. He's like, you'd be so good at it. It's like everything you've done over the last six years, like all compiled into one thing. And uh, 
anyway, so I give it a couple of days thought. I come home and talk to my kids. We get through the event and Salem's, oh, this is the best part. Salem has told everybody, because he was one of the drivers in the van. Oh, yeah. He's told everybody in his van that he's offered me the rule. So we're, <laughs> yeah. So we're out on the trail, because Salem loves information. Like, oh, yeah. He'll ask everybody the same question just to get that feedback. So we're out on the trail, and I'm, like, doing my job and, like, doing something. And, and three people are like, hey, Sherry, are you going to take the job? And I was like, what? What job? What are you talking about? And they're like, well, Sam was telling us that you can take the job. And I was like, well, I, well, I don't know. <laughs> then dinner comes around and now everybody knows. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was only 23 of us. So it's not like that was that many people. No, but that's still a bit. Uh, that's like a big group. <laughs> so they're like, Sherry, you'd be, you'd be great at this. Th this is like, you're just so natural. And, and this is, you know, I was just like, okay. <laughs> and, uh, so I'm telling my husband and he's like, yeah, that'd be great. And my kids are like, yeah, it'd be great. So, uh, you know, Salem asked Megan, Megan's like, oh yeah, she'd be great at it. And so I'm like, okay, maybe I should really put some thought into this because I mean, people aren't just being nice. Like they could have just not said anything. Yeah. Like, no, oh, everyone's yeah. telling you the exact same thing. Right. So then I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. Let's, let's see what happens. Cause I love jumping in feet first to anything. Oh, yeah. I really do. I'm not afraid to try anything because failure, you just learn from, I mean, failing hurts and it doesn't feel good, but I've never been afraid to fail. Yeah. And that's huge. It's a huge life skill. Yeah. And so I'm like, what, what's it going to hurt? Like, so, uh, now it's been a year exactly. From oh, no event. way. Yeah. Everything keeps popping up on my Facebook feed about that event. So it's crazy that it's been exactly a year. It's my anniversary of Global Adventures Director. Yeah. Yes. Happy anniversary, Sherry. Thank you. <laughs> and, uh, I go home and I tell Salem, I was like, yeah, I'm in. He goes, great. Book a trip to Alaska. We're going to Alaska <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> I'm like, oh, uh, okay. Well, what's happening in Wanda Project? Don't worry about it. Just cover it for like a little bit. We'll, we'll find someone to take over. And I'm like, uh, and he's uh, like, seriously, don't work on it. Just focus on global. Cause we had Costa Rica coming up in January. Yeah. There wasn't time to do anything else. So of course the workaholic that I am, I would do global adventures all day. And then a little bit of wonder project at night. <laughs> I'm really glad we got Amy to take that off your plate. My gosh. Oh my gosh. Amy is amazing. She's and I, amazing. I haven't even been able to spend time with her, but all of a sudden, like the 501c3 is approved and it's all because Amy and then we've got all this happening and then this and I, and every time it pops up in the chat, I'm just like, wow, like yeah. this is everything I wanted it to be. And now we have the perfect person in that spot. Like, no, it's great. And like our, our runners are more like, uh, invested and active when it comes to the fundraising. Like she really yeah. has done a great job with it. She's amazing. I, like I said, we have the best team. We really do. And we haven't even talked about half of the people that are on our team. Truly. Yeah. So I quickly go to Alaska and we start scouting the, the event. And this is still like, I'm not quite sure what exactly I'm doing. And Salem, yeah. thankfully, is so good. Like you can just feed off his energy and like realize where his brain is at. And it's just so fun to, to watch him. Yeah. Um, so we're in Alaska for eight days and just, I think we drove like, 2,500 miles. I ran 80 miles of trail. We're just scouting and scouting and scouting. And it was such a great event and our scout trip. Then I come home and I fly to Iceland and I
go over and check that one because that one's coming up in June. I have no idea what any of that is. Yeah. Then we've got Patagonia coming up. So we quick fly out to Patagonia and do that. And then we come home for like four days. Then we fly to Costa Rica. So <laughs> just like making sure that everything is lined up and in place because yeah. we didn't know exactly. And so, and then we come home and we do our company retreat and like, I could barely breathe because I was just like, I had been on an airplane since July. Yeah. And, but it was so nice to just be with everybody and embrace the fact of how hard we worked for the year. And yeah. It's, it says just, something like, about how great our team is, but like vacationing with my coworkers, vacationing with my team is like oh, yeah. a treat. Yeah. You know, I'm so excited about it. Yeah. But I love it. Um, and then Costa Rica happens. Um, Salem's kind of in charge of that one because we're just not sure. This is a, this is a real official event. We had 89 participants come and we had crew that we didn't quite know. Um, Gerhardt, who is amazing, hired a crew. And we had faith in that because we had met Gerhardt. We knew like it was going to happen, but you're always nervous. You don't know how this is going to go. This is, this is the real, like, we were like, okay, Bam went this way. I think we could, it's going to be fine. And sure enough, it was amazing. And then two weeks later, three weeks later, we had the second Costa Rica and that one I was in charge of and Salem was my assistant. Ha 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 ha. The tables have turned. (laughs) The tables have turned. And he coached me through it as best he could. And I'm getting a lot better about talking naturally. I love lists. So I love like reading off lists. And he's like, stop reading off your list. And I'm like, I'm going to forget something. He's like, it doesn't matter. Just talk to them. And I was like, okay. But by the end of the event, I was finally doing better. I get nervous. I get self-conscious, like nervous, like I'm going to forget something. I'm gonna oh, say something yeah. My grammar is like wrong. Um, but it's I, stressful. It is, but it comes naturally to people. Like, I don't know. That's not something that comes naturally to me. So I feel like I need to work on it and practice. And But it I sounds guess, like you feel like you've gotten better at it already. Oh yeah, I yeah. do. I, I just have to let go of whatever I'm thinking mm-hmm. and just be me and that's why everybody in Banff was like, you got to take this job because I was just being me. I wasn't yeah. scripting. I wasn't doing anything. I um, remember when he mentioned it, like, so obviously all these people had heard about it before he mentioned it in one of our meetings. Cause after Banff, he was like, we were in some group company meeting and he mentioned that you might take over or that you had been offered the job. And I, uh, I know that I wasn't the only one who immediately like sent you a private message that was like, <laughs> Sherry, you have to do this. Like, <laughs> Well, that's funny. Person. I should go back and try to find that, that old chat and see. Uh, I just love how universal everyone was like so into it. That's all. That's cool. I, I love it. I'm so happy to just be a part of this team and, and get to work on the future and, and do that. And then after Costa Rica, everything kind of went crazy because COVID and yeah. shutdowns and races started canceling and we were like, we'll be fine by June. Everything will be fine by June. And then a month before June, I was like, oh gosh, we have to postpone Iceland. Like, there's no way we can do Iceland. And then uh, things started calming down a little bit and then coming back up. And then I was like, we're doing Alaska. Like, we're doing it. Like, we have to. Yeah. So that's when I just, Matt and I just flew out there, went through the whole itinerary, 
we had to change a few things because of, of COVID. There's some some restrictions on some things and some other things. And But it was a great, quick five-day trip. We quickly did the whole itinerary. We came home. We have like all the information we need to know to go. Um, it's, it's a small group again because we weren't pushing registration. We didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. Um, so there's only 25 um, participants going. But Alaska's very quiet right now there's no tours there there's yeah. no anything so and plus you're in the ruggedness of Alaska I don't know if you've yeah. ever been to Alaska there's nothing for miles except I for bears haven't. oh I want to go so bad those pictures you sent <laughs> it's so good mm -hmm. um and so here we go we're doing Alaska in about a month yeah that's awesome yeah um and you guys just got back from that like a couple days ago right yeah Tuesday night Tuesday night. Sweet. Yep. How many days were you there for? I think we were there for Thursday afternoon, hit the ground running, and we left super early Tuesday morning. Wow. How many uh, trails did you cover? So we covered, okay. <laughs> so we did one, two, three, four, five. We did all the six days worth of trails. And then the last day in Homer, um, one of the trails got washed out. And the, the bike team in Ketchumek said that, that, they, that it got washed out. And I was like, sure, like probably one part of the trail got washed out. Yeah. And then the running club was like, oh no, it's fine. You can totally run on it. And I was like, oh, okay, well, well, I have to see it. So we go out there and Matt and I, it's really funny. Like the first 500 feet into the trail, we see this like washed out section that people had put some boards over that you could totally run over. Yeah. And I was like, is this the washed out section? Like this is totally runnable. Like, what are they talking about? And then a mile into the trail, <laughs> the whole mountainside is basically gone. And, and people have like formed this very small path, like on the thing and put ropes up so you can hold it. And I was like, we're not running on this. Like, no, not at all. <laughs> so we finished the run. We go down to the bottom and we're just like, yeah, that's not going to work. So as we're hiking, actually, while well, we were hiking down, we, I came across these three hiking, uh, these ladies, one had trekking poles and, and they're all wearing masks. And I'm like, you're, how are you hiking with a mask on? But, great, but, great question. Um, yeah, but they're coming up and I was like, are you guys local? And they're like, yeah. And we were like, there's nothing on like all trails. There's nothing on trail forks. Uh, are there trails here? Like this is the only trail we've been able to find besides there's a mountain bike trail on the side of that one that kind of goes down and across, but you don't get the prettiness of going down the canyon and getting on the beach and running on the beach. So you're more up top. And we're like, that's a great fallback, but that's not really what we wanted. So she starts listing off these trails and they're more um, cross country skiing trails. So okay. they're not really trail trails. And then we find a few, but they're a mile long. And I was like, I'm not going to make them run this thing like six times. Like it's pretty, but not six times pretty. <laughs> and so Matt and I spend the rest of that night until 11 o'clock at night running every trail we can find. Oh my God. Cross country skiing. And thankfully the sun doesn't go down till 1am. So we were fine. But, oh, right. But we're kind of lost and we're using uh, Gaia to kind of just see where we are on the trail. And, and <laughs> we got lost a couple times, but we were like, okay, we got to call it the night and we'll go find more trails tomorrow. And so we get up at six, we quit, go out and do two more trails, which one was a little farther away. Um, 
so I don't know. We ended up doing over 40 miles of trail uh, while we were there. Um, maybe more. It could have been 50. Like, I feel like we were doing over 10 miles a day. Um, so, but it was amazing. And we, and Matt is amazing at finding things while I was driving. And it was great. It was a great productive. And we were able to come home and quickly put everything together. And anything we had to change, we were able to fix really quick. And it's going to be a great event. Again, like I, I just, I'm excited. I love Louisville Adventure so much. Yeah. They're just my speed of anything. Um, up when the sun comes up and down when the sun goes down. Like, and, and I finally got it after Costa Rica. I was like, oh, people just show up to this planned trip and they're just told where to go. That is the vacation I want. And I'm sure that's why people love cruises so much because uh -huh. you aren't in charge of anything. I get motion sick, so I'm never going on a cruise. Right. <laughs> the the fact that your whole thing is planned, you just get to relax. Go run that trail. Okay. Come back and eat food. Okay. Go lay down by the pool. Okay. Like, yeah, it's just planned. And that's, I think that's a lot of runners joy, like waking up in the morning going, oh, which trail should I run again? Like, is there a race coming up? Someone can just tell me where to go run and <laughs> go run with my friends. <laughs> And I think that's what it is. I, we run every day and running the same trail over and over again, like as much as you love it, you know, you just want to explore and, and yeah. see the world. And the fun thing about global adventures is we get you off the beaten path. We're not hanging out at tourist, tourist traps. Trap, yeah. Like tourist sites. Like we'll go see some of the coolest things um, mm -hmm. in that area, but we're just stopping by and seeing that. And like, and then we get to go run somewhere that, nobody has probably ever been yeah or you're up on top of this ridge that you didn't even know there was a trail up there how would you even know that i mean thankfully there's all trails and guy and all those things that are starting to put trails out but you have but, to put in the work to find them and then try yeah. out the trail like this has been vetted by people who run this yeah. is and like you don't have to worry about what your meal's going to be after and yeah and you get to meet all these people. I know everyone that has gone on these trips has just been, like the feedback we've gotten is just, it's been good. It's had some like, here's what could be better, but people just love it. No, but that's what we need. That's why we do yeah. surveys at the end and beginning of all of our events, because we need the feedback. We're planning, we're busy planning. We don't know exactly how it went. Um, mm -hmm. And we know what went wrong, like behind the scenes, but that doesn't mean that we necessarily knew what happened right. from the runner's perspective. Exactly. Yeah. Like, we're like, oh no, it rained all day. And the runners are like, that was amazing. Right. And we're like, but, but how could it be amazing? Because I'm soaked in wet and miserable. You, you lost your shoe in the mud and you had to dig <laughs> for it. And that was amazing. Okay. I love, I love the enthusiasm that our runners find. I mean, we really, we have a great team. We also, I think, have some of the best runners in the world. They're so great. I agree. I agree. And they, they kind of want to keep it secret, but but tell your friends because <laughs> we want to be around in 10 more years and we want to, we really do. We would we love that doing our jobs because man, we love it. Love it so much. This, yeah. this COVID has been really hard on everybody. And I think every time we've had to cancel or postpone an event, it just feels like this gut punch of we worked so hard and, and yeah, we get to do it again next year or we get to push it forward. But like, you know, anything like I'm sure the runners are feeling the same thing. They've worked so hard for this event and, and all of a sudden they can't run it and they can't go and they, yeah, heartbreaking. And I, I, to us, it's our events, but I know a lot of runners have multiple, like they're uh, every week is planned for an event. And yeah, 
it's a heartbreaking time for for runners right now. I was just talking to a couple uh, a couple guys from Georgia on it's an episode a couple episodes ago the Wander Project episode if you're listening, um, but they were supposed to go to Yellowstone this year. And they talked about like all the training they put in and like not only the training, but getting to see what, what they could do out on the specific trail. And then on top of that, you have the vacation they had planned around it where they're supposed to go see the park and go up to Teton. You know what I mean? And, and it's just, we, we get focused on like, oh, the events canceled, but like that's, that was their summer. That was the whole plan. And now they have to postpone a whole year. It sucks. Uh, I know. It's Especially the training. Cause now you just have to keep it up or I don't know, yeah. you know? I know I've been running a lot more than I ever have. Like people are, people always come up to me like, oh, you must run so much. Well, now I do for Global Adventures, but right. I wasn't, I hadn't run a race in five years because I was so busy working. And yeah. then the weekend came, I was like, oh no, my family and, and I'll go paddleboarding. I just want to be on the water or mm-hmm. I stopped running and, and it's, it's taking a while to get back into running shape, but <laughs> yeah, but I do love running. I'm glad, I am glad that we have a little bit more time to do stuff like run, like get our, you know, house in order and everything. But I, I am going to be very happy when we can travel again and we can see our runners and I can see you guys. I miss you guys. Yeah. We miss you too, Rob. Being out in LA. Well, this was awesome. Anything else you want to talk about? Um, let's see. We've got, so 2021, we've got, we're going to open next week uh, on the 24th. We will open our Costa Rica events. Yes. Um, we have two weeks in January, and then uh, we're going to do a new Costa Rica on the Guanacaste side. So it's like northern Costa Rica. Um, I never heard of it, but apparently it's very popular. Okay. Um, it was very different than, than Lynn, San Jose kind of areas that we were doing our other events. Um, I wouldn't say it's better or worse. It's just a different... So there's 31 microclimates in Costa Rica. So you could go 10 miles one way and be in tropical and then go 10 miles the other way and be in a a forest. Oh, that's so interesting. 10 miles the other way and you're at a beach. So it's insane how different it it, it all is. Yeah, there's hot springs up there and just a bunch of stuff. So that's going to be our September uh, Costa Rica event. And... It's, I'm excited for it. We've got the itinerary put together. Um, as soon as I can travel, I'm going out there to run it all and just put it together. But 100% faith in Gerhardt. He's amazing at what he does. So I know it's going to be an epic trip. Um, and then we've got Patagonia. We have three Patagonias. We have one in February, one in March. And then we have an all women's only trip in April. Um, which is people have asked for it. Uh, we asked if they wanted it. They said yes. So we put it out there and I think we have 60 people uh, signed up for it right now. So there are still spots in all the Patagonia trips. Um, and then we've got Iceland again in June and I'm working on one um, that's going to be in Utah called the Grand Circle. And Oh uh, yeah, I'm excited yeah, about this one. Fun. So we're hitting five or six national parks. Uh, well, the areas, we don't run in the parks. Yeah. Um, but we hit those areas and Moab and come around this big circle, start in Zion and go all the way around again. Uh, so we hit part of Arizona a little bit and hit around, but it's called the Grand Circle. So Zion, Bryce, Capitol Reef, Moab, Monument Valley, Lake Powell, Grand Canyon. So we should hit all of that. Um, Some of the most incredible areas in the world to me. I love it. That's going to be yeah. rad. Yep. 
it's a lot like Alaska. There's a lot of driving involved, but the scenery is breathtaking. It's some of the most beautiful sections of Utah we get to drive through. So, mm -hmm. um, and then we have hopefully Ireland. Um, uh, we're supposed to go out and scout Ireland in August, but it doesn't look like we're going to be able to travel out there. Yeah. So I'm keeping my fingers crossed that the trip will still happen, but if not, we'll just push the scouting back a little bit, but hopefully we'll be opening that trip um, up as well for 2021. And that would be like end of August, September time yeah. of next year. So. No, I like it. I'm, I'm glad that we have, I'm glad that we're still able to go to some of these places and scout them and, and that we'll probably be able to hold events there. It's nice too that they are in these remote places and open air and, and small groups. I mean, it, it's kind of ideal for the situation we found ourselves in. So, yeah. But we're, you know, we're, I don't know if we get to travel internationally uh, right now. Uh, I yeah. heard that Patagonia is going to be open the end of August. Uh, Argentina, I keep saying Patagonia, but that's our event. Um, so Patagonia is, <laughs> is a national park that goes from Argentina to Chile. So yeah. it covers that land. Um, it's not a place. It's just that area. It's sort of a region, right? A yeah. region, yeah. Um, so Argentina, um, I got news from Manuel out there that we do get to start, uh, he gets to start traveling to Spain and some other places in August. Okay. So, but that's Argentina. Argentina has a lot less cases and they're doing their thing. So I don't know if people can come in, but people can go out. So, yeah. <laughs> so we don't know what's going to happen, but... I've got some good uh, things planned for um, the northern uh, North America, United States area. Oh, yeah. That we might open up more like the Grand Circle. I've got some other ideas that I'm going to work on. Just in case we can't travel abroad, we can yeah. still do some amazing events here. I mean, it is nice that we still have Alaska and some places that, you know, are really, really gorgeous and, and feel far away from home. But, you know, we can still yeah. stay within our borders, which is nice. True. Well, this was well, good. This was great. I didn't even get to finish my coffee, but it was, it's just what happens when you're at a coffee shop. You have your coffee and it gets cold and then you got to go warm it up. And then I know because of all the good conversation. <laughs> it's so good. I just can't stop talking. <laughs> all right, Sherry. Well, thank you so much. Um, Thanks, we'll be excited to launch Costa Rica in a week. Woo -hoo!